Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. So I just like just start saying it. Shants and Chew are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. That. Shants and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Lake Placid edition. Fuck yeah. This is Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, your friend and mine, movie novice, Lady Chu. Hi, Chu. Hi, Chance. <laughs> How are you? Fantastic. I am better for having watched this movie. There is no fucking reason we should even be doing this movie. That's how awesome this movie is. This is up there with Deep Blue Sea. So there's definitely something to be said for... Absolutely. Giant monster animals. animals. <laughs> <laughs> anything water related, anything creature water related, clearly is a great venue to just put on a great fucking movie. Anything that lived with dinosaurs at one time is awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> the oldest animal we got. Oh, sharks and crocodiles? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Excellent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the 1999 film Lake Placid, directed by Steve Miner. Miner, Chew. He's not a miner. He's a miner. ER, I'm assuming. Yes. Got it. I'm bringing that joke back. Don't you remember that? (laughs) He has directed movies you have never heard of. (laughs) (laughs) Including... Forever Young. Don't know it, right? I've heard of it, but I never watched it. All right. Warlock? No. You certainly know of the Halloween series and Friday the 13th, right? Correct. We watched the first Halloween together. The first Halloween together. That's right. He directed Halloween H2O. Got it. So he's thirsty. Very thirsty. (laughs) I was wondering if you'd have something to say about H2O. (laughs) He's angry and dehydrated. Really all that is, is it's it's repeating the title a second time. Because H stands for Halloween and the 2O stands for 20 years after the original. Because it was released in 98. Creative. Very much so. <laughs> that that title almost stuck. The, the latest Halloween series, they almost called it Halloween uh, H4O. Oh, fuck it. Okay. And that would have been terrible. Stupid. But he also directed Friday the 13th, part two and three. Chew, there is a movie you and I are absolutely going to watch, and you absolutely have to do it for the podcast. A great horror movie but deliciously how-dare-you-ish, a movie called House with William Cat from a little show called The Greatest American Hero, which you also don't know. I don't know. I don't know any of that, but you you're selling anything. it to me, yeah. so. Right now I'm speaking gibberish. I'm gobbledygook <laughs> to you. You don't know a fucking word I'm saying. 
I'm just like nodding. Uh huh. Yeah. Sounds uh, good. House on the list. I love House. Uh, in addition, he directed, sadly, Soul Man. Do you know that movie? You feel good about asking that question? You feel good? Feel good about that? <laughs> Fucker. No, I don't know that. <laughs> Obviously, I don't fucking know. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I just can't imagine a world in which you don't know that C. Thomas Howell, a white man, puts on an afro and takes suntanning pills to the extent that it makes his skin black and walks around as a black man in blackface. This is the movie that Hollywood decided to make. Of course, in the 80s. I'm almost speechless. (laughs) Stop. That's what's going on in the movie? I swear to God. Oh, fuck. The 80s were something else. I mean, in the 80s, they thought that was okay. Yikes. You know who else is in that movie? No. Darth fucking Vader. (laughs) Oh, fuck me up. And by Darth Vader, I mean the voice of Darth Vader, not the actor in the suit, Darth Vader. We're not taking, yeah, we're not talking David. We're talking James James Earl. Fuck yeah. Also in that movie, Ray Don Chong. Ooh. Give, me more, you. give me more information. More information. No, it's a girl. Jesus Christ. It's a girl from? There's a movie we've done Commando. that I keep saying, yeah, uh, <laughs> Commando level greatness, Chew. Look at me go. <laughs> it's finally sticking. All right, Chew. This movie had a budget of $35 million, had an opening weekend of $10.9 million. Remarkably, somehow, some way, Chew, this movie only made $31.7 million. Oh, this deserved better. In the better. US of A. Yep, right? It deserved better. This is fucking horseshit. <laughs> but in the world. <laughs> Agreed. America, America got that one fucking wrong. But in the world, it made $56.8 million, so it does make a profit. All right. Where do you want to go? I think maybe we should talk actual How Dare You awards. What do you think? Sure. If you had to guess, what do you think Lake Placid, if anything, was nominated for? Ooh. I should have thought more about this before we started recording. Maybe you just edit out the really long pause. Uh... I will do no such thing. (laughs) I'll tell you this. It's only one. It only has one nomination. Most ridiculous concept? Actually, it's not that ridiculous. Right? Yeah. It's not that ridiculous. But what's 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 the award that goes in tandem with that? You don't know. Why am I asking? No, I don't know. Jesus Christ. Most formulaic. Okay. Fair. That's fair. Your classic monster movie formula in which nobody believes that this monster lurks nearby to kill. This movie, uh, same year as recently done podcast Chill Factor, which also had a most formulaic nomination chew. But they both lost out to Runaway Bride. That's... I I would agree to that. That's Pretty Woman 2. Yeah. Not as Pretty Woman. Correct. (laughs) Like, we need the hooker. It's fine. 
You need the hooker. So I think what you're saying. Everybody there... needs the hooker. <laughs> <laughs> don't be shaming them. Don't be shaming them. Okay. You all know you want it. Oh, that was not the intent. No. All right. Why don't you, for the sake of our audience, explain the plot? Chu explains the plot, everyone. This is very. Strap in. This is straight fucking forward. Okay. <laughs> you got Lake Placid. That shit's quiet. Almost <laughs> nobody lives there, but there's a right? big fucking monster crocodile living in that fucking lake. And he's hungry, you guys. He's real fucking hungry. Yeah, he's 30 feet long. He needs food yeah. constantly. He eats bears, moose, people, <laughs> cows. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> His only job in life is to eat, and no one's going to fucking stop him. You ticked off his fucking dinner menu with a plum. That was amazing. And, uh, yeah, the sheriff gets the local sheriff, fish and game. Um, For whatever reason, a paleontologist comes from New York City. Right. Uh. And then a uh, a crocodile whisperer sort of shows up in sort a big of. fancy helicopter. And uh, they all try and figure out what the fuck is happening. And guess what? Bad things happen. Yeah, the there we go. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Chu, do you know who this movie was written by? Come on. What am I saying? Of course not. I'll just tell you. It's David E. Kelly. Do you know who that is? Okay. <gasps> No. <laughs> of course not. All right. I'll, le- I'll tell you this. One, he came out with two movies he wrote in 1999. This movie, Lake Placid and Mystery Alaska. Do you remember that oh, movie? Mystery Alaska? I'm going to go with a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no mystery there. No. Uh, I wonder if we have to do that movie someday. That movie's about a small town in Alaska that plays kind of on-pond hockey and invites the New York Rangers to play them with Russell Crowe. Hank Azaria? I don't know how I feel about Russell Crowe. I don't get it. Not good? I just don't get it. <laughs> no, just... Okay, fine. Uh, you lost me at Russell Crowe. What he's really known for... <laughs> Well, I think a lot of people are on your side. I think they think uh, weird person, fine actor. Oh, I don't think that. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Oh, you don't even like him as an actor. I thought you just didn't like him as a person. I understand that he's good at his job. It's just not what I'm looking for. (laughs) Has nothing to do with him personally. In fact, I think he's more interesting as himself than he is an actor. Wow, Jesus Christ. I think you have the opposite view of most people. I know. That's why I said it's an unpopular opinion. Please don't (laughs) turn off the podcast because I said that. (laughs) Keep listening. (laughs) I'll redeem myself, I promise. (laughs) Well, that remains to be seen. (laughs) I'll try. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, Chu, but David E. Kelly, tons of television, all right? Chicago Hope, L.A. Law. Allie McBeal, The Practice, Boston Legal, more recently, Big Little Lies, Mr. Mercedes, and The Undoing. 
that was right. that recent one with everyone's favorite British man as a uh, spoiler alert. Idris Elba? No, no, no. Hugh Grant. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So he's with um. He does a lot of stuff with HBO recently. Recently, which yes. Good for him. But also, early on in his career, maybe the first thing he wrote is a little movie, total waste of time telling you, but for the audience, From the Hip with Judd Nelson. I always fucking love that movie, Chew, and I'm going to make you watch it. I'm going to make you watch it. Okay. (laughs) Here's a little fact for you. This movie, Lake Placid, has five sequels. Have you done this for, are you and Tom going to do this for your other podcast? Someday. Obviously, the Everything Sequel podcast is going to have to tackle the Lake Placid series, but I haven't seen any of them. I think they were all direct-to-video. Probably. But I'm excited. They're probably fantastically terrible. Gosh, I hope so. This movie, however, (laughs) fucking amazing. So let's talk grievances and positive points. Okay. Because I'm very excited to tell you about my list. (laughs) But I'm equally excited to hear about your list. Because my list is ridiculous. Mine's kind of out of control. (laughs) Okay. I feel like we're going to be really similar. We might might be. Grievance for me is eight. Okay. I only have five. Okay. So we're very similar. (laughs) What about your positive points? 19. Okay. I have 48. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Chew, I wrote down... Basically, everything that happens in this movie as a positive point. Yeah, absolutely. To Oh, my God. To me, this movie has a joke hit rate of 100 fucking percent. The insult dialogue is, is amazing. phenomenal. Is amazing. So good. And I would watch five sequels of just Oliver Platt with Brendan Gleeson together as those two characters. I totally agree. They were so good. They're fucking amazing. <laughs> God. Makes me so happy <laughs> that we have similar lists. Normally, like, our lists on the positive points are so short that we do those. Do you want to just talk about grievances, like the only things we don't like? Yeah. What What are your What are your grievances? Obviously, animal-related. I didn't want to see the bear get eaten or the moose okay. head. That's why you cows. have more than me. Because yeah. I didn't write those down, but I thought she was going to have that as a grievance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so anything with, like, Which I almost wrote down as a positive point. <laughs> your <laughs> you're, grievance. You're a fucking monster. <laughs> you're a horrible person. Um, On a good day. <laughs> other than that, um, I would say one of them in the beginning... The paleon, the two paleontologists, you know, they're fighting over the boss, and I was like, these women are way too good looking for him. Way I did write down. Why are they crying? But over I wrote, him? 
I wrote it down as a positive point because they're both so fucking beautiful, but I wrote down that Bridget Fonda and Mariska Hargitay are having a hot off at the beginning of this movie. Oh, totally. Yeah. They're both obscenely beautiful at the beginning of this yes. movie. I don't mean to say that Jane Fonda becomes ugly later in the movie, because she doesn't, but Mariska Hargitay leaves the movie after that one scene. Right. Yeah. Um, And then in the beginning, you know, before... uh, Oh, shit. What's Bridget Fonda's character name? Kelly. Kelly. That's right. Uh, Kelly's got this, you know, New York uppity shtick going on, and it gets old real fast, but I'm really glad that they nipped that shit in the butt as quick as they could. See, but I still liked all her insults. Her insults were good. They were great. Like when she, right before he walks, her ex-boyfriend walks into the office and he's like, okay, I'm going to send you like, how you doing? She's like, oh my God, how are you? How's your family? Fuck off. She doesn't have any <laughs> <Yeah>. of it. <laughs> I like when she first gets in, into <laughs> into town and, or, you know, in Maine and uh, is it the sheriff or I think it's the sheriff. I think it's Brendan Gleeson. No, maybe it's Bill Pullman. Anyway, somebody asks her, wait, so you work in a museum? And she goes, yeah, a museum. Ever been in one? <laughs> so dismissive. <laughs> She's such a bitch. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. And then, oh, no. So I think I think maybe she says that to Brendan Gleeson. And then, <laughs> and then Bill Pullman asks her as well, you work at a museum? She goes, yes, what is it with this town? Is everybody a museum bigot? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fucking great. Uh, one of my, I think my biggest, <laughs> my biggest grievance was when they go out to check out the lake in the small canoes. I was like, give me a fucking houseboat. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, we know. It's I don't dangerous. want to be in that tiny ca- canoe with something that bit a man in half. Because at no. that point, that's all the evidence they have: a man bitten in half. Even if this ended up, even if I knew that this was a regular size alligator, I'm still gonna say no to the canoe. I'm gonna say no. So stupid. <laughs> even if the gator wasn't thirty feet long. Yes. By the way. I think they lie in this movie because they say something like the longest one recorded is 27 feet. But my research showed, Chew, that the biggest croc ever recorded was 20 feet long. Its name was Lolong, and it died of pneumonia. Oh, buddy. Yeah. The only other grievances I have have to do with, mostly it has to do with, why Why does the Fish and Wildlife have jurisdiction over all the cops? Yeah, because Even the sheriff if this involves said, animals. Yeah, the sheriff at one point said, I'm not in charge here, but if I was, you'd be out of here, something along exactly. those lines. Exactly. like, that was a grievance. How are you not in charge? You should be in charge, I think. Yeah. No? You're the sheriff. There if are If you're not in charge, dead. who the fuck is? It's not like Fish and Wildlife has people from The Wire coming out to investigate animal deaths. <laughs> It's a completely different movie. <laughs> yeah. Then also at the end, even though they're in Maine, they insist on calling Florida Fish and Game to, like, come in and save the day. Now, I get that, like, Florida is filled with gators and crocs, but 
I just don't think of Florida as coming to the rescue. <laughs> I'm no. afraid. I, Sorry, Florida, but you're if not I was at the, the main list, <laughs> yeah. If I was Maine Fish and Wildlife, I would be like, "We've got it, Florida Fish and Game. Have a nice day." <laughs> all right. Well, that's about all I have for grief. Like, let's just chew. As always, we barely scratched the surface, but we're gonna take a break, <laughs> and then we're gonna come back and we're get it, gonna get into the chomped meat of this movie. Ooh. See what I did there? Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook, check them out on Instagram, Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the 1999 fucking masterpiece, Lake Placid. I fucking love everything about this movie, Chu. (laughs) Same. It's so good. I fucking love it. I'm, I'm telling you, the comedy in this movie is out of control hilarious. It's so good. Even Bridget Fonda's hysterical in this movie, completely playing it straight. Yeah. She was really when good. He, she's great. When he yeah. drags that fucking moose head into the boat, <laughs> <laughs> she, she says, you threw it at me. You threw the head at me. And she says it twice and hits him twice, slaps him. Uh. Uh yeah. That was good. Yeah, she and, oh and then she's on the phone. Great. She's arguing with her boss at the lake. And she calls mm-hmm. him a fuck shit. And I was like, "Wow. That's a good one." That was a good insult. There's a lot of like great insults in this movie. Yeah, they conceal that sort of information in books. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Oh, fucking Oliver Platt and Brendan Gleeson in this movie are treasures of comedic genius, Chew. Oh, my God. When they're in the canoes and (laughs) he's like, Hector, he's like, I'm going to tell you this because sometimes (laughs) it's just better heard from a stranger. You're fat. (laughs) 
died. <laughs> Which I thought was some bullshit because he's also fat. I know. <laughs> That's what makes it even better. And a dick. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> great. Chew <laughs> and I have had sex. So vigorous. <laughs> we haven't and had sex. Like, I said chew. I meant I meant Bridget Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and I have had sex. So vigorous. We haven't had sex. I'm so terrible in bed. They never remember. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Uh, that whole thing was uh, Mr. Chu's going to hear that and he's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God, I have tears. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's that one. And I think it's what she, what she call him? Fuck shit or? Fuck shit. Yeah, when she calls him fuck shit, <laughs> Oliver Platt's response to hearing that conversation on the phone, he says, you are a saucy flirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I would have oh, killed for some bloopers on this movie. Well, and we haven't brought this up, but Be- Betty White is in this movie. And if there's oh anybody that gets... The fucking one-liner parade of dialogue. It is Betty fucking White. Uh, she has the foulest mouth, and it's wonderful. It's amazing. Starting with uh, her telling them that he, she, or uh, she told them that the, that she killed her husband when really it was killed by the by, by the croc. <laughs> yeah. But she made up this story that he was dying and just asked to be put out of her his misery. So she hit him in the head with a frying pan and buried him in the yard. And then, <laughs> and then she says, dig him up if you don't believe me, Sherlock. And that's when I knew <laughs> yeah. we were going to enjoy being on the Betty White train. Oh, man. She's a fucking treasure. If this was a, if I had a dick, this is where I tell you to suck, suck it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she later calls him cocksuckers. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, bless. Well, I think Betty I think White. yeah, bless her. And I think the reason it works so well is because we just all know Betty White as, like the world's greatest human. <laughs> yeah. We love her. So to hear filth coming out of her mouth is just a blessing. Ah. Joyful. (laughs) Here's a potential grievance that I didn't really have because I didn't care. Is this movie scary enough? It's not scary. Because in general, it's not scary. There are moments where it builds up some tension. No, it's not scary because it's too fucking funny. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not scary. But Deep Blue Sea is not scary either. No. But there was some moments where I'm like, oh my God, could they just hurry the fuck up? They're freaking me out. You know, there's some like tension. Yeah. But I didn't right. feel the same type of tension in this movie. 
There's a couple of those moments when they go underwater. Yeah. And I I do think the thoughts that you want to think in those moments, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you go underwater? Stop it. Get back in the boat. Why would anybody go in the water? I know. Can we not? (laughs) And the stupid sheriff boats, the the fishing boats, can you get a a battleship in the fucking lake? Because it's the only way I'm going to feel good about going in there. Well, I mean, I, I, I at least will accept the smaller big boats. The, the, you know, it the got canoes. pulled by the crocodile. Yeah. He picked up the anchor and was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to take you guys over here for a little bit of a ride. That's true. As a decoy. And then I'm going to go back and get Kelly because I'm hungry. I'm going to yeah, chew a little toe of Bridget Fonda. Because I need a snack. Looking delicious. <laughs> you know I don't like that sound. <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> My face was smiling and then straight no. <laughs> it just went no. straight to stone, everyone. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know I don't like that. She went from happy-go-lucky chew to serial killer. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, Dark chew. <laughs> um, I did have a a grievance and a positive point, like a twofer. Oh wow! It was how did they make margaritas in the tent? I'm gonna say Oliver Platt had a generator. Okay, because that guy's rich. Yeah, he has his own helicopter. Yeah. yeah, but it was. They just used the blades of the helicopter to chop the ice. It was a long and laborious process where they just throw it up and then try to catch it. But (laughs) what are you doing? Making ice. Can can you turn the helicopter on? I'm just going to throw a big bag of ice up in there. Well, let's get to your other big grievances, because we're right around the part where we're going to see the main star for the first time. Did did the bear kill? Was that upsetting? It was. I, yeah. I, at first I was like, what the fuck is a bear doing in this movie? Like, I know they're in the forest, but Jesus Christ, like, get the fucking bear out of there. And then the bear, they took the bear out of there. Uh-huh. So I, I didn't enjoy that. That bear was not pleased. Well, but it brings up a really important point because that, um, that moment is sort of the first moment that you really get a, a fairly decent look at the yeah. croc. And you're like, and, oh, shit, he's big. Well, but the other thing, too, like, I think the thing this movie does really good, because Dan Winston made the puppet. And I think they blend CGI and the puppets really, really well in this movie. I think it works. I do, too. Am I wrong? I, I never thought I was like, oh, that crocodile looks so fucking stupid. Like, oh, no. That crocodile, he looks good. It looks good, right? Yeah, he looks yeah totally. I'm glad we're on the same page about that, at least. Yeah. I thought I thought the crocodile in general looked better than the sharks in Deep Blue Sea. Way better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can we talk about that whole section with, like, the party and they're going on? Because... There's this moment where after the party breaks up and they all kind of go back to bed, Brendan Gleeson goes outside to pee. 
in the tent and then he hears a noise. Did you notice that he had his gun stuck in his underwear like it was a holster on the side of his underwear? Fucking amazing. So fucking great. <laughs> and then he then he catches Oliver Platt in the bushes. What was Oliver Platt doing in the bushes exactly? Like he said he, he was, was set, setting traps, but he looked Yeah, he's setting more traps. I don't know. He looked really caught off guard. Like did I you miss think something? He was masturbating? Did we miss some, I don't know. He just looked sweaty and like, oh, what are you doing here? Well, it's and, just good acting, uh, Chew. That guy almost okay. shot him. Thought there was I thought there was something else I, going on there. Like, the I live my life by one I live my life by one by one rule and one rule only, Chew. Be deathly afraid of a small town sheriff carrying a gun in his underwear. <laughs> and I think that's what Oliver Platt was doing. <laughs> Just showing the genuine around. fright. <laughs> but then I mean, Brendan Gleeson walks three feet away and immediately falls into a tiger trap slash croc yeah. trap. Amazing. That was good. But none of that compares to when he gets flipped over by the rope. That was great. Oh, it's so fucking great. <laughs> that was good. Makes me, makes me... I don't think there's really anything in this movie. No, wait. Well, there's that, and then there's the brown belt karate scene, too. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're supposed to say go. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so... For those that haven't seen it, there's this moment where they're they're bickering again. So the, here's the thing. Oliver Platt and Brendan Gleeson in this movie end up becoming like an old married couple. Right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's I think he's making fun of him again for being fat. And, he, you know, he starts kicking the bushes and he's like, you know what? He goes, oh, just try it. Whatever. Just so you know, though, I'm a brown belt. I'm a brown belt. So just try it. And so Brendan Gleeson decks him and he falls straight down. So I have that whole thing as a positive point, true. But not unlike Raising Arizona, where, uh, you know, I just said the whole Huggies scene is a positive point. But there's like 43 positive points within it. <laughs> right. So... Here's what I wrote down. These are all separate positive points within one giant positive point. Brown belt, smack, you hit him. Yeah, I did. Supposed to say go. <laughs> so <laughs> he hits him. Plot hits the ground. Bill Pullman looks over to me. He's like, you hit him. And he goes, yeah, I did. I did hit him. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, he's holding his nose and he's saying, ow, ow, you're supposed to say go. You, you say go in karate. Everyone knows you say go in karate, which I don't think is a thing, which made it twice as so. funny as it's supposed to be. I don't think people in karate say go. No, no I don't think so. But I think David A. Kelly is a great enough writer because I think what that is more than anything is like a, maybe a little bit of an homage to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Because there, there's a fight. There's sort of a standing thing that anybody in the gang can 
tell Paul Newman that they want to be the leader of the gang now, but he said he only made that rule because he didn't think any of them would do it. Yeah. But one giant guy says he does want to do it. So he goes, okay, fine. And then he walks up to Robert Redford and he goes, you know, if anything happens, if he kills me, kill him. He goes, with pleasure. And so he said, <laughs> but the first thing that, that Paul Newman says is, okay, we got to get the rules straight. And he goes, there are no rules. And he says, all right, then somebody say go. Or somebody says, one, two, three, go. And immediately Robert Redford says, one, two, three, go. And he goes, great. And he like kicks him in the nuts, kicks him in the knee, punches him in the face, and the fight's immediately over. So this reminded me of that. I think it's a little homage. I like that. That was fun. Oh, yeah. It was a fun trip. Another movie you should fucking see. The list grows long. I'll say. Real long. <laughs> it's never ending, All right. actually. What else, Chew? Um... Oh, well, we were talking about the upside-down trap scene. Oh, yeah. Upside-down trap scene. <laughs> and they won't let him down until he says that he won't do anything to him. He won't hurt him. That's are you going to hurt me? No. I'm well, not. these are so that's what makes it so funny is that Brendan Gleeson just goes stone still. <laughs> he looks <laughs> serene and calm. And then Oliver Platt says... Uh, he, like somebody asks if he's okay and he says well I don't know there's a look of mayhem on his upside down face <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah that whole somebody, dynamic was I, I, so good was fantastic fucking, fucking uh, Jack Wells Bill Pullman says Hank are you okay and he says I'm sorry, what? <laughs> sorry, you okay? He goes, yes. Will you let me down, please? <laughs> and so Oliver Platt says, he says, that that depends. Do you promise not to injure me if, you, if we let you down? He goes, yes. And he goes, well, okay, then just pull him down. It's a counterweight. It's very simple. Just super matter course, of fact. Yeah. <laughs> he just immediately starts chasing him. <laughs> and I think that's when the bear showed up. You're right. right. That is, yeah. yeah. The so bear interrupted that. And then they all start to bleed together. Because I was thinking yeah. it was this one, but it's the it's the karate fight one where they start walking off together like the old married couple. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are we at? There was the bear, and then they found a foot uh, crocodile print. Well, they're trying then, to plaster that foot. Yeah. Then the head that the of the of like this was a minor grievance for me, where there's like this no name sheriff, and he's the only person you don't know on the boat, and right. of course he's the one that dies. He gets yeah. his head bitten off. But that's a that's that's good time fun scene. I like a good beheading chew. That was a positive point for me. Bit his head off, really great. I said. <laughs> Bit his head off. Really great. <laughs> Psychopath. <laughs> but I'm right there with you. I'm just as cold hearted. Yeah. He just needed a snack. Because I fucking snack. loved it. He just but so it. But in the in the plaster scene, what, what are crocodiles? They're keystone animals. Anyway, so yeah. 
just passes through. So the head just is, you know, yeah. shat out the head. <laughs> right? <laughs> is that how it works? I guess so. <laughs> but, of course, somehow the head gets launched off a branch and hits Bridget Fonda. And she, she literally starts screaming, I keep getting hit with heads. Which made me think, when was the last, where was there another severed head? It was the moose head. Oh, I was thinking of a person. And I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't remember that. Okay, makes sense. Oh, yeah. Got it. She got hit with multiple heads in this movie. (laughs) Got it. Um, And then, shortly after, we find out what Betty White is actually doing. (laughs) That's right. All right, well, let's take a break. Let's take a break. And then when we come back, we'll find out more about Betty White. Okay, sounds good. Also, though, you know what? I thought of the very first line that Betty White has that's even better. Uh, (laughs) She says that she didn't report her husband's death. And they say that, you know, that's not good, ma'am. That's uh, that (laughs) that would make our records incomplete. And she says, oh, that's too bad. Incomplete records haunt me so. (laughs) 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 Fucking amazing. Shit, that's pretty fucking good. All right, we'll take a break and then we'll come back to Betty White. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out To A T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. To A T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. <laughs> so funny. I was very scared. And we're back. <laughs> ah, fuck. Drew, I wish we were recording just seconds earlier. Ah, shit. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about Lake Placid, but Jew. For the... <laughs> my heart is pounding. I had a spider on my forehead. Jew's attracting arachnids. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Fuck. I don't even know where it came from. Oh, I just... I desperately wish our audience could have heard that in real... We were seconds away from hitting start. No. Ah, shit. There's no way to recreate it. I don't even remember what I said or what happened. I just like blacked out with fear. You you look straight into camera at me. You went, wait, hold it. (laughs) (laughs) Started pounding your own head. You threw the thing out, threw your earphones out. (laughs) Started jumping around the room. Oh. What the fuck was he doing on my head? You little piece of shit. Yeah, then at the end you said that was so rude. (laughs) It really was. 
after you murdered the spider. Oh, man. Whew. Spider's a dick. Fuck him. See, you had the power to have the moment where you said, like, there was more power in those eyes. There was more dignity in those eyes. <laughs> Hector, come on. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> right. <laughs> when he comes face to face with the croc. <laughs> that was actually really good. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> he got all guru on Bridget Font. She goes, it's Hector, totally. come on. He goes, all right, fuck it. <laughs> ah, fuck it. <laughs> and then Bill Pullman's going to boot him out of the case. And he, he said, come on, we're fine. He didn't eat me because he just ate a cow, stupid. <laughs> That's right. He's full. <laughs> but why did he just eat a cow, Chew? We promised our audience some more oh. Betty White. Oh, Betty Betty feeds her cows to the crocodile because yeah, been hungry. Was it for like, seven or eight years she's been feeding? Yeah, like six years. She's like, yeah, my husband was out, you know, fishing or doing whatever. And he got she's like, he followed, him, he followed him back. Yeah. And we just kept feeding him snacks. It's like a pet. Yeah. And then she tells him flat out, it's really his lake now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Betty. <laughs> Oh, shit. Actually, you know And then isn't that also when she calls him Officer Fuckmeat? Yes. (laughs) Fuck. She had so many good... Oh, my God. ...one-liners. So many. Just one after... Officer (laughs) Fuckmeat. Like, did Betty come up with that on her own? (laughs) That sounds like one I would use. Totally. Oh, shit. She was great. I mean, there's just, there's, there's too much fucking greatness. Like, it's even hard to choose, right? Oh, yeah, I couldn't choose. Like, who's the funniest person in this movie? Because they're all, you know, except for Bill Pullman, who's total straight man. He's, he's not as funny as everybody else. He's not there to fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. He's all business. But he's also playing the straight man. I love every time he's calling Bridget Fonda ma'am. It's like, don't ma'am me. <laughs> yeah. Stop calling call, me ma'am. You call ma'am. me ma'am one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so they find out that she's feeding the cow. Yeah. And we're t- kind of towards like the end end, right? Where they're going to try and chap- trap it. Yeah. They decide, hey, we shouldn't kill it. We should just get it. And then we can move them. Easy peasy, right? And then, yeah, if anything goes wrong, Brendan Gleeson can use his cannon. Yeah. Which was not a real gun, by the way. I looked it up. (laughs) I didn't recognize that gun. And I certainly wouldn't have called it a cannon. (laughs) I've never seen that that gun in Fortnite, so... I'm going to say it's a no. (laughs) That's where all your gun knowledge comes from, right? It's limited. (laughs) Color coded. (laughs) Didn't you send me a video once of your winning Fortnite? Yes. Yeah. Actually, the the night you came over, we played, and then I played two more games after you left, and I fucking won. 
And recently we were playing, and you were shocked that I was still alive. It was amazing. I was dodging and weaving. Yeah. Going behind pillars. Because, like, care of knowing business. you, you would never guess. Oh, Chance likes video games, or he's good at video games. You're pretty good. Oh, I spent many of hours on Halo. I can tell you that I much. know. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Dusting <laughs> off an oldie on that one. Halo. Wow. <laughs> See, that's, like, brand new to me. <laughs> Even though I know for a fact I was playing it, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It feels new. Here in San Diego, the baseball fields that are right off the 15 before you get to North County Fair mm-hmm. that have been there, I don't know, 35, 40 years, 40 years, maybe more than 40. I still call them the new fields. Yeah. Half your life. So, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send a letter bomb to your house. <laughs> Be on the lookout, Chew. <laughs> But I figured you were mad when when they decided how they were going to try to catch the croc. Yeah. I didn't like that. They they got the helicopter and then they strapped a cow, a live cow. Right. He kind of looked like a baby to an adolescent. He was a calf, big calf. And they strapped him up and then they dangled him over the water. But then I did they not like, like that. Because they start during the day and then they cut to night. It, it looks like that chopper's been in the air for like seven hours. <laughs> yeah. Just dangling Which, that cow. <laughs> like, Which all at right, that let's, point, I'm thinking let's... the crocodile can hear the helicopter under the water probably. Oh, yeah. So he's not going to, he's, he's not coming. But he shows up. <laughs> but then he does. He comes on, he's on the, what, sonar? Yeah. Yeah. And then... I'll tell you what, too. I thought that was a really good helicopter crash. I thought the crash looked good. Yeah, I did, too. I mean, I didn't I didn't make note of it that it was stupid, so it looked good. Well, there you have it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the helicopter crashes, and uh, Big Crocodile... Oliver Platt survives the crash, then the croc... Goes on land. Yeah. And starts... It's... Approaching them, they're tr- they shoot it with darts, then yeah. shoot it with real guns. Bridget Fonda falls out of the truck. But now it's safer for her to go swimming in the water. Does that make it, sense? Yeah. And it goes into the water after. But I also thought that looks really good. The underwater shot of Bridget Fonda? Yeah. With the gator following her? It was or good. Or the croc, rather? It the looked water, amazing. The water was perfectly murky. <laughs> Band name. <laughs> Perfectly, Perfectly murky. murky. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Perfectly Murky. Ding, 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 ding. Ah, shit. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she, of course, when you're underwater and you're wearing pants, your leg's going to get stuck on something. It's just a <laughs> rule. It's a rule. And that happened. Her leg got stuck. And then Crocodile's like, nope, I'm going to turn my body. I'm going to get you. I'm going to eat you. But he doesn't get her. He just gets the tree she's hiding behind. You said, you described that like an eight-year-old. I'm going to get you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) That's great. 
right. <laughs> I feel like I I have this idea of what the crocodile's voice sounds like and it's not mature. <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's very young and matter of fact. <laughs> what you guys doing? Playing on the beach? I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> I'm hungry. Again. I'm always hungry. <laughs> no. The amount that this croc eats in this movie is, I mean, large portions. Yeah. yeah. Slow yeah. down there, chubby. <laughs> the earth is round and so are you. That's another Oliver Platt insult. Oh, fuck. Well, and I want, I want a spinoff. I want a spinoff for this movie. Of just, just him. those two. Yeah, him and Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> I just want I just want the sheriff and Hector, uh, what's his name, Seer? But it's C-Y-R. Yeah. I think they're going for crocodile tears on that one to cry. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then the gator gets stuck in the chopper chew. Oh, yeah. He didn't think that through. He didn't think it Poor through. Poor choice. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody. You're stupid. Um, <laughs> you fucked up. Uh, yeah, and then he starts to fall asleep because he's all drugged and it finally kicks in. Well, let me ask you this, though. Did you ever for a moment think Bill Pullman was going to just blow it up? I kept thinking. I'm like, I thought something blew up. But like right. I said, it's okay. been... So you were remembering your first viewing. Yeah. yeah, it's been over 20 years since I've seen this, so. But I think that's pretty good because they kind of pull that off. You may like you're not sure what Bill Pullman's gonna do. Yeah, because he doesn't like that gator or nah, he crocodile. Just darts whatever. it a second time. Yep. But then what happens? Chew. Spoil it. Spoil it. Go. Spoil. It. Spoil it for the audience. Go. Oh. <laughs> There's another gator. <laughs> that's my invitation. <laughs> crocodile. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> Ah, so That's talented. That's great. Luckily, Brendan Gleeson's there with the fucking cannon. He, he really does blow that thing all to shit. Yeah. And I don't know who who kept saying it, but there was like, it's the second crocodile. It's the second one. There's a second one. There's two of them. Two of them. He bit me. He bit me. It was Oliver Platt. <laughs> yeah. He bit yeah. me. He bit me. There's two of them. Um, but that was really cool, too, because he bites his leg and then does the rollover thing as he's dragging him in. Yeah, the death roll. It The death yeah. roll looks real, yeah. even in CG. This movie's fucking awesome. God it really it. is. It's I amazing. dare somebody to say something bad about this movie. Fucking but then he blows it away. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson looks at everybody and he just goes, back to one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was good. They really, because they don't insinuate at all that there's, that the crocodile has laid eggs or that there's multiple. You're just like, no, he's just by himself. No, yeah, like in all of those underwater scenes where you're seeing nests or whatever, like you don't, nobody finds an egg. Right. Or, you know, nothing like that. Yeah. And, uh, no, that thing's been having babies. How do we know that, though? How's this movie end? Oh, Betty White, back on her bullshit. Just feeding fucking breadcrumbs to the baby, yep. to the Hangs little baby. Hangs out babies. on the dock, lets him nibble her toes. Betty, <laughs> come on, girl. <laughs> Betty White learns no lessons. 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. Nope. Uh. God. Well, so Chu, what's the drinking game for this movie? Oh, easy. Anytime there's a fantastic insult. Anytime. That's what I thought too. That was mine, but then I thought You might be trashed, but is by that half the I was movie. gonna say, is that too many drinks? <laughs> so then my mind wandered towards what about every human death? But there's not really enough, right? No, there's just two, right? Is that it really? Just the yeah. the first diver and then the cop? Yeah. How about every attack? <laughs> That's appropriate. Even attempted attack. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have Bridget Fonda getting launched out of the canoe. You got Oliver Platt face to face with it because it does attack the chopper. Yeah. Because at that point. Attacks a bear, attacks a cow. You're definitely drunk, but not like blacked out probably. Right. Yeah. And they're spaced out. So. I'd say that's a good one. Here on the How Dare You podcast, we want you drunk. <laughs> but drink some water and stay at home. But we, Yeah, stay <laughs> hydrated. We don't want you blacking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I proposed alcohol poisoning and I retract. <laughs> I, but I it's, retract you know, but it would make it very fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe like half a shot. Or yeah, well, maybe time. it's maybe it's not shots. Like maybe you just take a sip. drink. You have like a Jack and Coke and you, you yeah. sip. <laughs> the earth is yeah. round and so are you. You can definitely get through like sip. at least four drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Museum bigots. Sip. <laughs> you can Fuck make shit. it real fun then. Uh, well, well, we'll put both up and we'll see yeah. which one people like. I just have to actually put it up. Agreed. Right. <laughs> Do you have anything left that you must say about Lake Placid other than this movie should have won like 19 Academy Awards? <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie's so good. I think Oliver Platt and Brendan Gleeson should have been nominated. Hang on. I'm looking up the Academy Awards from 1999. Who was a 1999 Supporting Actor nominee? I know you're not actually asking me that. I know that. Oh, I'm just asking. <laughs> it's completely rhetorical for the benefit of the listeners. <laughs> I mean, come on, Chew. Don't be ridiculous. Let's see. Oh, I just put winners. Hang on. Hold. Okay. <laughs> oh, I think that's the year Michael Caine won. Cider House Rules. Tom Cruise, Magnolia. Michael Clark Duncan, The Green Mile. Jude Law, The Talented Mr. Ripley. Ripley. Haley Joel Osment, The Sixth Sense. Man, I'd I'd throw about I'd throw about out just about anybody in that for. <laughs> I was for just gonna say Gleason. that was a weird year. That was, that was weird. 
I'm going to go, I've seen Talented Mr. Ripley, and I'm going to say, I don't know. He wasn't, Jude Law wasn't bad in it. He's great. I just don't know if it was Oscar nomination. wasn't Oliver Plot level. No. Plot Plat is what I meant. <laughs> I knew what you meant. You're all over the place. You're saying we've had sex. Plot, Plat, <laughs> Kelly, Chew. It's all the same. <laughs> Jesus. It's all just one mush of my brain. <laughs> you know when um, you get like frosted shredded wheat and you put it in the bowl and it gets soggy? I don't eat that because I'm not 80 years old. Well, I don't eat it it's either. Disgusting. But I'm just saying I, I know a soft shredded wheat. And that's my brain. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Just uh, let me have it, you. Okay, you can have it. Without discriminating against my age, you piece of shit. <laughs> I got real hyphy there, too. Unnecessarily so. Like, fuck, rain it back. Rain it back, you. <laughs> all right. I think that's it for Lake Placid. That's it. Go watch it. Fucking A. I love this movie. And I'm so glad we did it. Same. What Same. a good day. I did not want to watch a Steven Seagal movie because I know that was a, a possibility. Oh, it's going to happen. I didn't want to. So this was much more fun for me. It's on the list. <laughs> Just erase it. No, 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 Never, <laughs> never. Hey, All right, just, for just Lady Chu, disgruntled Steven Seagal hater, I am Chance. I'm from the <laughs> How Dare You Awards. We're going to see you next week. Say goodbye, Chu. Bye. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't do it. That was. Goodbye. I didn't even get to see the disgruntled shrug of shoulder you gave. Bye. Like, why should I have to say goodbye? Fine. Bye, fuckers. <laughs> like, we don't do this every week. <laughs> like, I don't know what's coming. <laughs> All Good right. Day. You're a monster. We'll see you next time, everyone. Party. He started saying he's like, we used to have a recurring dream where I was headless. And I was... Oh, uh, <laughs> we got to talk about it. <laughs> It's such a great insight to his parents. What he's like, but they wouldn't let me in. Fuckers. <laughs> they had all these antique lamps that they didn't want me to knock down. They wouldn't let me in. Fuckers. And his old face, you can really tell, like, he felt that. Fuckers. Shit. Ah, uh, that was funny.